Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one may boast. Continue in our series, Reformed, and today we're talking about faith alone. One of the pillars of the Lutheran Reformation. Sola fide, faith alone. Faith alone, which receives salvation, which alone brings us peace. Peace. It's a nice thing, but it's elusive. Peace has to do with conflict, but there's more to it than that. Peace also has to do with our ability to cope with conflict. What kind of conflict might there be in our spiritual lives? Sin. Sin is a conflict. It is enmity with God. The problem is that we don't have the ability to cope with this conflict. But God does. More God and less us brings us peace. Maybe some of you have seen that TV commercial which pits Cable against DirecTV. The one with the little monsters. And the little monsters say, Cable, good. DirecTV, bad. Let's look at these good-bad distinctions in our reading from Ephesians. Grace, good. Ourselves, bad. Saved, good. Our works, bad. Faith, good. Boasting, bad. Ourselves, our work, our boasting, leave us without peace. God's grace, God's salvation, God's gift of faith brings us true peace. But we can't get peace on our own because we can't get to God on our own. Epic fail. Randy, would you show the slide? Discouragement. Because there's nothing standing between you and your goal but a total lack of talent and complete failure of will. How'd you like to have that poster hanging in your office? But it's true. We've truly got a lack of talent and a failure of will when it comes to getting right with God. It's not our own doing. It's not our own will. Oh, we're capable of being converted by faith, by virtue of our will, but we cannot convert ourselves. We can't come to faith because of our natural inclination toward evil. Nor is it our reason which brings us to faith. Reason is a gift which acquires knowledge in the head, but it cannot work faith in the heart. Besides, our reason invariably comes to this conclusion drawn by the Apostle Paul. We preach Christ crucified, which is a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. Faith is not something that we are strong enough to conjure up. You need to be alive to have strength. But Paul reminds us in verse 1 that we were dead in our trespasses, in our transgressions. Dead people are not real strong. So if we want faith, 
and we want peace, maybe we just need to get off of ourselves. There are two different kinds of faith, faith in ourselves and faith in God. There's a significant difference between biblical faith and anthropocentric faith. That's a big $10 word. A faith which begins with and focuses on the self. The first statement is this. It doesn't matter what you believe in as long as you believe. How many times have you heard garbage like this before? In this case, this case, faith is an end in and of itself. That's actually a false doctrine that we call fideism. Trust in your own faith. But faith, what is it worth apart from the object of faith? I've had to drive to Vegas two or three times a week for the last month. And on the way, just out of Laughlin, before you make the turn toward Vegas, there's a billboard with my beloved 1980 Miracle on Ice hockey team, USA Hockey. Three of the players on the USA Hockey Miracle on Ice team that beat the Russians are from my hometown of Minnesota. And the billboard says, we believe in miracles. Believe. Pass it on. You know what I'm talking about? Those pass it on campaigns? Believe. I'm hearing believe, and that sounds great, but believe in what? You hear about faith, but I'm not seeing what this faith is in. In this case, faith is an end in and of itself. Faith is the object of faith. No peace to be found there. Now let's try this statement on for size. Faith is only as valid as its object. Having faith is important, but what we believe in, the object of our faith is more important still. And now we've got an object which faith grabs a hold of. We've got something which grabs unto God's grace in Christ Jesus. Now we truly have a faith which brings us peace. So if I were to ask you the question, how do you know that you are going to heaven when you die? How do you know that your loved ones in Christ that, that have passed on on this beautiful All Saints Day, how do you know that they are with Christ? Don't answer faith. That's our natural inclination, but that's a very good Roman Catholic answer. Nope. Because Jesus died for me. Faith simply receives everything that Jesus did for us. And that faith, in and of itself, is a gift that comes only by God the Holy Spirit through his established means of grace. This faith comes to us first in holy baptism. It comes to us in the preaching of the word, in the proclamation and reading of God's word, and in, with, and under the bread and wine. Faith is something that only God can give to you through wheat, wine, water, and words. So how do you know for sure that you're going to heaven? Because Jesus died for you. Faith means trusting those two little words, the most important words in Christianity, for you. It's all well and good if Jesus died for the whole world, but if he didn't die for you, then you're up a certain creek without a paddle. This faith is the work of God and not of ourselves. 
We don't have faith in our faith. We have faith in the one who is faithful. And that's a good thing. God has connected us with his son and with his saving grace. Jesus said that no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up on the last day. John writes in this first chapter, To all who did receive Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor a human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Not our will, but God's will be done. That's how we believe. That's how we get faith. God calls us to himself. And that, my friends, is how we find peace. I heard this quote somewhere, and I can't remember where, because I'm getting to that age. So I'm just going to go ahead and take credit for it. Faith is the echo of our hearts to the voice of God. Faith is the echo of our hearts to the voice of God. Notice how passive and how calming that sounds. For a guy that gets up here and rants and raves a lot, it's nice to have some calm words. We don't have to frantically whip ourselves into a shouting frenzy to claim God. He calmly and quietly whispers his promises into our hearts. So faith is simply speaking back to God what he first spoke to us. God's word alone, then, is the source of our faith. St. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 10, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach to them unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And in that good news, news of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus for you, St. Paul tells us in Romans that these words bring us peace with God. He also says the words, it was credited to Abraham as righteousness, were not written for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him who raised our Lord Jesus from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Faith grabs on to Christ's righteousness. It doesn't work for it. It simply receives it as a beggar receives bread. So come unto Jesus, all of you who are weary and burdened, burdened and wearied by your sins and your failures and rest in the peace of his righteousness. You see, faith is not the same thing as works. You might even say faith is the antithesis of works. It is so peaceful that it starts to get active. Last year, my father-in-law, Pastor Rosso, broke his ankle. The recovery was exhausting and very frustrating, and at times it was very difficult for him to just sit still and heal. He's a doer. Afterward, he said... When I finally healed from my broken ankle, I was so excited that I wanted to run a marathon. 
Well, maybe not that excited, but I was alive, I was mobile again, there was no keeping me down. The same holds true to faith which clings to Christ's righteousness. We're alive again. We're mobile. There is no holding us down. We are at peace. Paul writes in Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is a profound peace. We are justified through faith. What does that mean? It means that God loves you very much. He loves you enough to give you his son's righteousness. You were clothed with this righteousness of Christ in your baptism. God declares you to be innocent because he declared his son guilty in your place. Paul writes, God made him, Jesus, declared him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God. Not by anything we've done, but by what he's done and given to us through faith. What is not peaceful about that? You who were an enemy of God are now the righteousness of God. We didn't even have to do it. It's a done deal by Christ. It is finished. Your struggle with God and his lordship over you and all of the rebellion that we have waged against God for our entire lives, it is all over and done with. It is finished because Jesus declared on the cross, it is finished. In 1 Peter, we get a glimpse as to what faith and its peace looks like. Peter says, These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Through, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And now that is peace, joyful peace, peace reformed. Luther defined faith like this. Faith is the confidence in God to the effect that through Christ he is gracious, that through Christ his thoughts about us are thoughts of peace and not affliction or wrath. God looks at us with a peaceful disposition. God gives to us a peaceful disposition. It's like I mentioned earlier, Christmas time is soon approaching. And you know what that means for Norwegians, don't you? Ludafisk, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. <laughs> Take it or leave it, but don't miss out on the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, which is yours in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Do you please rise as we confess that faith in the words? of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God. God.